Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Dog Works Radio is sponsored by Alaska Dog Works. Check out their website at alaskadogworks.com. You can support this podcast on patreon.com forward slash firstpawmedia. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Canadian Challenge Tales. Uh, we're joined today on location from Yes I Can Kennels. We have Max Bartu Ko. How are you doing today, Max? Hi, Dan. Uh, I'm doing really good today. Thanks for being here. Perfect. Thanks, Max. It's been a pleasure to be here. Um, you were a third place finisher in the 10 dog 200 mile race last year with the Canadian Challenge. And I know you've had some other racing experience. We're looking forward to hearing all about it today. Uh, what I thought we'd start with uh, is if you can tell us a little bit about your journey on the way to uh, dog sledding and um, your life here at Yes I Can Kennels. Well, that's a, that's a long journey. <laughs> so when I first came in Canada, so you're probably going to hear that, but I'm from France <laughs> with my accent. So when I first came to Canada, my plan was to, to cross Canada by walking, canoeing and biking and skiing from East coast to the Arctic. And, uh, so we start our journey in 2018 with one of my friends and start to hiking across Newfoundland, New, New Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Quebec, canoe across the, the Great Lake, Lake Huron and the Lake Superior, bike from Turner Bay to Winnipeg and cross-country ski in the prairies. And here we are in 2020 and we are sleeping in a tent in a, beside just a ski trail and we just we were looking for a warm place because it was very cold. And we contact Anna. We would look on Workaway and she was looking for handlers. And we contact her and, do you need help? And she said, yeah, sure. So we were actually just close to her training trail for a sled dogs. And she came, pick us up, and and here we go. We go to Yes, I Can Canal and start to learn about sled dog. That's all, all start for me, yeah. Excellent. That's quite a story. Um, you know, I'm sure lots of different stories you can share from from your experience across Canada and, and seeing all the wonderful uh, habitat that we have here and, and uh, nature spots. Uh, what I want to get into with you is a little bit more about the mushing and, you know, maybe your first time mushing or your first memorable mushing experience. If you can tell us a little bit about uh, about that time. So when I first ride sled dog i kind of ride like older sled dogs from anna's kennel like she said yeah we're gonna go start soft and whatever and so that that went well but my really first big memory of that it's when i start the second winter when i start training with her the race team i remember that was like beautiful winter sunny day and we came back after this training run and I probably had like the biggest smile ever on my face 
and Anna get out of the sled and look at me and she say, I think I pretty much ruined your life now, Max. And I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so yeah, that was like just the perfect day for dog sledding and the perfect dog team. Like, yeah, that was just, that changed my mind, my mind about sled dogging. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Which of course leads you into, you know, getting into the racing side and uh, I believe your first race was at the Underdog in Yellowknife. Can you tell us a little about that race, how it went, and maybe uh, one of the dogs that you had on the team for that race? Yeah, so that was the yeah, the Underdog. And I was not at Yellowknife, actually. That was in uh, Fort, Fort St. James in BC this year. So yeah, that was my first ever sled dog race. I had no clue what I had to do. And they they made me start first so i had like all the fear in the world in in my head and i was like what's going to happen i'm going to get lost and whatever but everything went well like we had a really nice weather the trail was beautiful and and yeah i had so i had those so those dogs on my team and that was half of them were yearlings that was like me their first race ever on in lead i had this dog ewok so I started to train her like that was the first year training her and she she started to to be a really really good lead dog so I was like yeah let's try to put her in lead for this race and she was with an mo- most experienced sled dogs beside her in lead and they do awesome she was just natural there she's just like yeah I trust you and we can do it and and in the end yeah we win the race. <laughs> so I was just like, what, what happened? And yeah, I was so proud of those dogs. Like, yeah, we, we start together and we, we had the first race together and we, we did it. Like that was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think I will remember this first race forever. Fantastic story to go out your first race with all the nerves and, and everything that goes with it and come out and be very successful and, and, you know, really grow that bond between you and the dogs. It's always something I love hearing about. Uh, let's fast forward a little bit to the Canadian challenge, which you've, uh, been involved in, uh, competed in. Um, can you tell us about your first race with the Canadian challenge, which race you did? And, uh, you know, if you have a memorable experience or, uh, a story you can share with us from your first time at the Canadian challenge. So my first time as a Mercer was, um, last year, 2022. So I compete in a 10 dogs for the 300 mile qualifier for the Yukon Quest. Um, yeah, it happened. This race was very, very tough. Like <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. That was extremely cold. I think we had like minus 40, 45 or something. Like I think I never experienced that cold in my life. And yeah. That night when it was very cold coming from from 969 going to La Range, like, yeah, that's the worst night I ever spent in my life. <laughs> cold speaking, right? Feeling about that. Yeah, I I wanted to quit the race after that. I was like, I, I, I can't do it. It's too cold. I, I mean, I like, yeah, I told I told Anna, yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult. I couldn't imagine that. And yeah, you know, after eight hours of rest and, you know, you... You're like, yeah, it's daylight. It's better. You warm up. Yeah, let's try again, right? Um, we left the, the checkpoint of La Ronge and 
start running to to miss an EP. And here it's the sunset, and after that you you get the northern light dancing. You have all those little lakes and portage, and it just it sounds like the true north, right? It's just like a dream. Like after that that day, I was like, yeah, I can check that off my bucket list. Like sled dog being in an icing lake with northern light. Yeah, that's done. That's one of the the best memory of of that last year challenge. And you forget the cold, and yeah, and you want to go back. <laughs> yeah, it's it certainly was uh, a cold for the first few days of the challenge. I know that was a fifty-four mile stretch. Uh, you know, some of which across Lac La Ronge that was very challenging for the entire group. Uh, you know, some well-needed rest in La Ronge and some some warm-up in the tent and and some good food and and everybody seemed to be ready to carry on with the next uh, the next stage. So you did finish in third, which uh, is tremendous given your, your first time with the challenge in the 10 dog category. What I'm really curious about is as you uh, plan for next year's races and your race season, um, and you see you're already registered for the Canadian challenge again this year, which we're happy to have you. Are there any dogs that you had on last year's team, or that, sorry, that weren't not on last year's team that you have in the kennel that might make the team this year? And, and uh, can you tell us a little about them? Yes, of course. Um, so unlikely last year, uh, like I talked about her, like Ewok, my kind of main leader, was injured just before the challenge. So I decided to let her sit at home and I take her sister as a lead dog. So definitely this year coming back, I hope she's she's gonna be on the team, like because she's a really good asset on the team. Like she's she's a true leader. Like she's you you can see when she's she's up front. She's yeah, she wants to go. She's she's there. She she knows that's her spot, right? And she does that just naturally. And yeah, she's gonna be on my team for sure if if everything's go right. And yeah, maybe we have some yearlings in training too, so we'll see how they're going to do this this full training and maybe they're going to join. We will see. It's always exciting to see dogs as they, you know, get a little older and move from puppy and teenager stage as I call it into, you know, really becoming the dog that they truly are capable of and I I've only been able to see that um once in my life. I'm sure you're looking forward to seeing it several times for you and being able to train them and teach them on, on how to be the best that they can be. Uh, I want to move over to our social media question for today, which comes from um, Tony Ryder. And her question is, which musher inspires you the most? I kind of learned everything when I came here at, uh, yes, I can canal from Hannah's. Like I, I had no clue what was a sled dog. Like I, for me, that was just, you had a sled and you put your, dogs on the sled and you get a ride and you come back you give them kibbles and you're done yeah that's it that's why that was my vision of it so when i came here that was like oh my god there is a whole world of things of mushing that it's incredible and and i learn and i learn and i learn and i so uh, yeah anna is the first mercer really inspired me but now yeah i get to yeah know about all the mercer because you go to all the races you go to uh you, you met people, you talk, and you, you see on social media every other big kennel. Like, yeah, of course, you dream about those those big kennel, like, running the ID Tower. Like, I really like the, of course, Brent's ass. Like, it is very inspiring me. This, the way 
is doing it it's it's the way like maybe i would like to do it if i had my own kennel and it's lots of work but it's like yeah you into it you're doing from the beginning to the end and yeah that's just beautiful building a team and creating the bond between your dogs and yeah you live it's your family you live with them and yeah he inspired me for that and all the mercer i mean in the challenge i, I really admire jesse terry he, he has like a really good good energy and i really enjoy to follow him on the on the social media it's you it make things yeah looks better like he looks uh i don't know like more attractive like make me dream yeah that's the that's the word like it just make me dream to watch uh those guys like they are so natural and so so good with their dogs so yeah that's give me inspiration and i, I want to reach that one day right so we'll see what's the future is going to bring oh it's such a wonderful bit of information that you can share i've always been intrigued by those that are able to inspire others to be better and that's certainly what it sounds like to you that you're able to see what other mushers are doing and it makes you want to work harder and and focus more and do better and you know that's that's something I think every musher would be happy to to be able to say that they've done to have inspired someone else so I'm sure a big thank you to everyone from Anna to Brent to Jesse that you've had in your mushing career thus far and all the ones that are going to come that you can learn from can you tell us a little about your plans for the racing season coming up can you share a little detail with us on on what you have going yeah for sure uh well for sure I'm gonna come back to the Canadian Challenge, that's the main race for this winter. The goal is to yeah to finish the 300-mile qualifier and to get the qualifier for ID Tower. That's going to be yeah the main goal this winter. After there is some other race, maybe I will go. Like Probably for sure I'm going to go to Underdog in Yellowknife. That's that's really a nice, really nice race there. Everybody's super welcoming and wonderful over there. It's a long drive, but it's definitely worth it. Like, yeah, it's just a amazing race there. And for now, yeah, I don't know for the other race. We'll we'll see. Full training just starts, so we'll see. Well, that's exciting, and we're certainly happy to have you back with the uh, Canadian Challenge. So, for anybody that's looking to follow you along on your training journey this year, can you give them? You know, where can they find you? You know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you might have. Can you share that with them? Yes, of course. Uh, so we have um, for the canal. So it's a Facebook page, page and Instagram account. So that's the name of the account. It's uh, Yes, I Can Sled Dog Canal. So you can find that Facebook and Instagram. The, those, they are both the same uh, account when we post. It goes on, on the both of them. So like that like that it's easier to to update everything so yeah we we plan to to be very um active this winter on social media to to try to promote more what we're doing and and yeah we look forward to to do that well that's great really appreciate it. we'll make sure to include all that information in the show notes below so anybody looking for that to follow max along uh certainly we'll have that and i'll make sure after we're done recording to see if we can't uh can't get a picture of ewok so that everyone listening can uh put a face to the name and and really see uh you know this wonderful dog that you've been telling us all about today uh thanks again max for joining us 
I uh, really appreciate it. You know, th- for those of you that are still listening, I uh, appreciate you joining us today. Uh, a part of the Canadian Challenge Tales podcast with connection with Dogworks Radio. Subscribe, listen below. Happy to have you as fans. And anybody wanting to submit questions for our mushers coming up, please feel free to reach out to us on CanadianChallenge.com or our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. All that information will be below in the show notes. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Max, for uh, joining us today. And until next time, thanks so much. From First Paw Media... This is Canadian Challenge Tales. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find a link on the episode notes. You can tap or swipe on the episode cover art, and you'll see some offers from our sponsors. You can support our show by supporting them. If you like what you have heard, we would love it if you would give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe too. Your host is Dan Kirkup. Our executive producer is Robert Forto, created for First Paw Media. Old Man Winter is here. Are your outdated windows ready? Renewal by Anderson, the winter window installation experts use Fibrex windows, which are two times stronger than vinyl and are watertight to keep winter's draft outside. Most installs can be completed within a day. Take advantage of our limited time offer and buy one replacement window or patio door, get one 40% off. Plus, no money down, no payments, and no interest for 12 months. Schedule your complimentary design consultation online at renewalwindowsalaska.com. Restrictions apply.